I think I've just seen the worst worm of all time. Christian Pulisic, please, what was that? We need an explanation as a fan base. I don't know what happened there, but I'm happy you got the hat trick. I'm happy we won. I'm happy we put ourselves in a position to qualify for the World Cup. It's been too long. It's been one cycle, but it feels like forever. And for U.S. fans, I'm sure everyone is here. Let's just enjoy this moment. Let's also remember that we got this result without Weston McKinney, Serginho Des, Brendan Aronson, and a multitude of other players that aren't in camp with us. The fact that we could get these results and still play the way that we did is incredible. The U.S. is on to the World Cup, most likely, asterisk, little, little asterisk there, most likely they are on to the World Cup without three of their best players and it is incredible to see the starting depth, the depth of the bench. Everything came together in this window to provide us with a World Cup berth. I think Greg Berhalter first and foremost deserves a lot of credit for how he approached this window. It feels like he learned a lot from his past mistakes, especially in the way that he progressed into the Mexico match. Got a point there, which is now proving to be so crucial for our World Cup chances. The fact that we got the win against Panama, the draw against Mexico that essentially leaves us with an open door into the World Cup. The scenario is at this point, don't lose by more than six goals to Costa Rica. Don't lose by six or more goals to Costa Rica. And we are through to the World Cup with an automatic berth. The way that Greg set up the team today was excellent. I thought Panama in the first 10 minutes did a really nice job of condensing the field and making it really small. But the fact of the matter is we had Jedi, we had Pulisic, we had speed on the wings to get in behind. And as soon as that first goal came, as soon as that first penalty was taken, the floodgates opened and we scored in bunch. Usually I would take everyone through a deep tactical and strategic analysis, but honestly for this game, it was an effort and intensity victory. So what's up guys? My name is Jake. You're watching FIFA America. I am a UEFA licensed coach currently in London, England, pursuing some of those additional licenses. I love to break down the US men's national team. And honestly, I'm not going to talk too much about tactics or strategy today just because, again, this was a win based on effort and intensity. Sometimes football just goes like this, where it's based on momentum. And the fact is that because of expected goals, the way that we've been playing in the World Cup qualifying, we were kind of due for a game like this to score five goals. We were unlucky to give up that last goal. I didn't really think it was a foul on Aaron Long. But anyways, five goals against Panama at home. You think about the two missed headers against El Salvador in that first game. We hit the post against Canada in our home match. There are so many opportunities that we could have taken that should have been goals. The two opportunities against Mexico where we should have won that game. So in my eyes, this is more of a continuation of the norm and just us being able to actually express those goals, getting them to the back of the net. Pulisic for me was the man of the match. I mean, anytime you have a hat trick with the captain's armband, you are going to be the man of the match. But just the intensity that he brought to the game the courage that he had to take on the players and get us out of really difficult situations. I don't think it's going to be talked about enough that every time that we were bunkered down and needed to get out, he was the one to dribble past, get a foul, and get the team to regroup. Anthony Jedi Robinson, what can't I say about this player? What an incredible left back we have. We don't have much depth in the position. We have George Bello backing him up. Jedi, wow, you potentially could be my player of the qualifying Yet another incredibly solid game, getting two assists, I think. Jedi is a player that has been a revelation for the U.S. And honestly, because our fullbacks are so important to the way we play with Jedi and Serginho Dest on either side of us, 
I'd be scared for any team in the world to take us on on our day. Shaq Moore deserves a ton of credit, and as much as we want to bash Greg for not being able to bring in Joe Scally and integrate him into the team, maybe he'll do that this summer. But Shaq Moore was with the team a lot. He played in the Gold Cup. He knew the system. He knew the coach. He knew the team. And to come in on such short notice, fly in from Spain to play in a game that basically seals our qualifying I think a lot of people need to bow down and give Shaq more his due. The last player I want to talk about is Luca De La Torre. Having him and Musa in the midfield just pulling the strings, you could see how good it was to have players that could turn, had great touches, play with the ball at their feet, have their head up looking forward at every point in the game. And Luca De La Torre had himself another match. He has constantly been proving himself to be able to get game time. And while I still don't know if he's necessarily above Musa or McKinney, if everyone's healthy, wow, do we have an incredibly hidden gem here playing for Heracles in the Dutch first division. He could be a starter for the U.S. men's national team, but either way, we have three really incredible number eights to play in the center midfield. Now, I just want to set the scene as well and just help people reflect on this for a moment because I feel like there has been something in the community that has made it really difficult for people to be happy and to find joy in this team over the last few months. And I just want to say that it is incredibly difficult to qualify for the World Cup. You can see Italy has not qualified two times in a row. Let me reiterate, the European champions are not going to the World Cup. Okay, the US didn't make the World Cup in 2018. It is not a given no matter where you are qualifying from. So I want us to be proud. I want us to feel that elation today after this performance and after this game because we are almost there there is such a small chance of us not making it i don't want to say we've made it yet but we we have really punched our ticket as long as there's not a catastrophically historic loss in costa rica the u.s is going to the world cup and just reflect okay how you feel at this moment how the joy that you will feel when you see us picked on friday to go into a group and play in the World Cup. That joy is there because the, the road has been difficult, okay? Nothing easy feels this good. The road has been difficult. Qualifying in any region is difficult. And the U.S. really deserves credit for going through this with such a young, inexperienced team. Christian Pulisic, DeAndre Yedlin, Paul Ariola, Aaron Long, those are some of the only players that had played in qualifiers before for us. The average age of this team could potentially be the youngest in the world going into the World Cup. Our average age is like 24 whenever we play these games. 24 years old for one of the most talented teams in the world. I mean, top 15 in FIFA rankings, top 20 in ELO ratings. And our average age is sometimes three, four, five years younger on average than the best teams in the world. This team will only get better. This team will only improve. And I want us to look at the next few months in the World Cup in a lens that this is something that can be a learning experience for all of us, for the team to go into 2026. There will be more players that come into the team and break out over the next five years. But wow, I, I have said it so many times and I will say it again. This is the best time to be a U.S. men's national team fan ever. Okay, so get on board, subscribe, hit the like button, because this is the channel that you want to be at going into the next few months and going into the World Cup. This is the best time to be a U.S. men's national team fan ever.
honestly, of this team, I'm just elated. I'm proud and I am excited for the future. Just to drive home my point <laughs> this one last time. In 2017, when we were playing Trinidad and Tobago, we needed a 19-year-old from Dortmund, Christian Pulisic, to put us on his shoulders and try and will us into the World Cup. It didn't happen. But we needed a 19-year-old from Dortmund to will us into the World Cup. You know what happened this game against Panama in a must-win game to get us to the World Cup? Our starting 11 was strewn with Europe's best players, with some mid-table players, with some MLS players, with players from Barcelona that were injured, players from Champions League that were injured. And you know who came on at halftime when the U.S. was winning 4-0 and didn't need him at all to put the U.S. on his shoulders to will us into the World Cup? A 19-year-old from Dortmund, Gio Reyna, came on at halftime potentially one of our best players already at 19 years old. We didn't need him to start. We didn't need him to be fully healthy. We didn't need him to will us into the World Cup. Just think about four years ago and where this team was going into Cuba, going into Trinidad and Tobago, and what we needed to get us across the line to the World Cup. Okay, this team is incredible. This team starting 11 is amazing. The depth is so talented. I mean, Paul Ariola deserves credit. Jesus Ferrer deserves credit. Shaq Moore, a player from the second Spanish division, deserves credit. And Greg Berhalter deserves credit. This team has come so far in so little time. So let's all just take a breath. Let's enjoy. Let's be joyful in this moment and find joy in the sport again as the U.S. continues to improve moving into the World Cup. Thank you guys so much for watching. I'll see you next time on FIFA America. Peace.